sit back, stand up, do a dance, stand on one leg, or don't, it's time for Joysticks and Chill. Are you ready? Welcome to episode 14 of the Joysticks and Chill podcast, the podcast for gamers, by gamers, who like other gamers, especially when those gamers are influenced by us to start their own podcast. I'm looking at you, Overdrive. With me tonight is... I should should say my own name first. I've not done that. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Leave that in, man. (laughs) world famous anyway now everyone knows yes but they can't see that i make mistakes i'm like a god to these people (laughs) Uh, my name is joystick j and with me tonight is john house hello from the other side i must have called a thousand times okay Nezzy the natural? Nezzy's a natural. Oh, I'm not quick enough to think of a good Adele quote for the second, but hello everyone. Nezzy is back in the heezy. I'm back this week. It's nice to be back. And hardly Dan. I just keep bleeding. <laughs> That's the only Lewis in it. Oh, yeah. Dan is <laughs> on his period. Right, let's go on to story time. Story time. And like we always do, we start with John Mouse. Thanks. So uh, before I get onto my story, um, each week on the show, I've been trying to squeeze a random song lyric that has something to do with hello into each episode. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and one week it was um, a line from Star Wars that I managed to squeeze in. So I feel like I'm doing pretty well with that. Um, anyway, uh, so this... Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm very proud. Uh, this story didn't happen this week, but it happened the week before. But I had so much to talk about last week that, that I thought I'd save this one. Oh, Spurs have just scored past Villa. Um, so last, <laughs> last week, um, my neighbour um, knocked the door to say that someone had driven into her car. Now, like her car is parked right in front of my car. And we, it's not on a driveway, it's on like a private road. So the only people that really would be driving down here are people that live here or if they're visiting someone or if someone's delivering something. Other than that, people don't really tend to drive down the road. And someone had crashed into her car while it was parked and um, her car was parked. That is not the person that crashed into it. (laughs) Um, And they had, the damage was, it was pretty bad. So the bottom part of the tire had completely sort of split in two from the top part of the tire and it had detached from the um rim of the wheel all the underside of the chassis and stuff would, was all completely smashed where someone had driven into it and smashed it up against the curb and the person who had done it had left a note with their phone number on and then drove off now she called the number but it was a fake phone number and then for for the first time i've lived i've lived in this house for like four years i think 
for the first time, a lot of the neighbours that are on the road actually spoke to each other and they came together out of quite a difficult situation um, for, for, for one of the first times. So she she went up the road and spoke to someone who had some CCTV and then spoke to another neighbour who had actually seen the crash happen. And it turns out that this delivery man in a big white van was driving down the road, somehow managed to miss that there was a, a car right in front of him and he smashed straight into my neighbour's car. But he saw that one of my other neighbours had spotted him do it. So he left a note to try and make it look like he was doing the right thing. And then he drove off. Now, not only is it a dick move, I felt partly responsible because the delivery driver was a delivery, delivering something to my house because I'd ordered um, a bathroom unit for upstairs, like for some extra storage. And um, after my neighbour explained to me that this bloke had been spotted delivery van and she described what he looked like i then remembered he was definitely the bloke who delivered the um bathroom unit to my house and i did think at the time because i texted my wife this at the time i said the delivery man has just delivered the bathroom unit and then he has sprinted away from the front door and he was acting really weird and, and that's all i wrote this was before i obviously found out that he crashed into my neighbor's car and tried to do a runner well um, they then had CCTV of him and stuff, and then we um, found out which delivery company he worked for because we ordered it from a place called The Range, but like found out he was working for DHL. And then um, we shared that with the neighbours, and she event then got in touch with uh, in touch with the company, and he then was told by the company that he had to go back and visit my neighbour. So a few nights ago. There was a knock at her door and he came back to apologize and to give his real name and insurance details and everything. So, oh, yeah. shit, dog. <laughs> it turned out quite well. The neighbors came together and actually speak to each other now. And it all started because someone drove into the car. I mean, she did take it into the garage and it is hundreds of pounds worth of damage that he managed to do. But yeah, he didn't get away with it, which is important. And just as a little side note, contacted my brother who is um is a policeman and i said like what you know what would the police do and his exact words were absolutely nothing (laughs) (laughs) absolutely nothing but this bloke smashed into a car lied about you know giving a fake number on purpose and driven off and they could not have cared less but yeah no one will be doing that again because we all came together and yeah sorted it out so you could say really that i'm sort of a bit of a hero (laughs) (laughs) that's one way of putting it yes well there's always there's always things going on like around where you live (laughs) people doing things they shouldn't be doing or something dodgy happening i swear to god i think what's happened is my neighbours have heard that I do a podcast and that I need something to talk about. It's story time. <laughs> the word has spread because genuinely in the like four or five years that I've lived here, hardly anything of note has ever happened. Yeah, that, that's the end of my story. They're all just competing to make it to story time with your neighbours. I dread to think what it's going to be like in two years' time. <laughs> to be honest, he could have crashed into any car on this road. It's a long road, but he chose my neighbours one. <laughs> 
in a world where one man's decision about a bathroom counter made him a hero. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which studio has the film rights? <laughs> Cinemax has got it. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Ardman? It sounds like something that um, Wallace and Gromit might get into. <laughs> no, Zack Snyder signed on for it. It's going to have loads of really over-the-top dramatic music. <laughs> <laughs> I does sum up your. I just feel like I does sum up your neighbourhood quite a lot. Just loads of people chasing them, <laughs> chasing each other about for yeah, bikini-clad women running about the neighbourhood. <laughs> Bags of dog poo being flung over fences and stuff. <laughs> Dan, you have yes. PC news. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm like 99% sure I figured out what was wrong with my PC. Have you tried and... turning it off and on again? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I tried reinstalling Windows and it basically came up with an error that it couldn't, um, uh, the, the media was missing and it couldn't write to the drive. It was it's a weird error. It's written wrong. It wasn't the fact that my USB port was faulty or anything. It was actually that the drive I was trying to copy to was faulty, uh, but it pops up the same error message which is well done, Windows. Great being specific there. Thank you very much. So yeah, my NVMe drive is is dead. Um, I'm using an old SSD to uh, boot Windows off now, and uh, I need to save up and get a new one because that one wasn't cheap. But yeah. How much, um, how much does one of those cost? Uh, oh, they've come down a lot. When I, they've, they've come down a lot in price now, um, so I'm not entirely sure. But I'm probably looking somewhere between one and 200 quid. Uh, it's the part that lots of new people uh, with their consoles are saying is absolutely brilliant because it makes games load so much faster. It's the NVMe drive. Oh, I thought that was the SSD drive. No, well, it yeah. is a type of SSD, but uh, it's a different. Instead of using a SATA lead, it, it uses a, a PCB that just goes into a slot on the motherboard. So, yeah, uh, all, all the uh, uh, new fast drives that you're getting in things like your PlayStation 5s and your um, your Xbox One uh, Series X and Series S, uh, they... They're the same, basically, and they will fail eventually because they only have a limited amount of uh, writes and rewrites. How many? It's a lot, but it obviously depends how much you use that drive for installing new games, deleting stuff. That's that's what puts the most, uh, most oh, well, on there. That's not great to hear because the annoying thing about these one terabyte hard drive and these games at like 150 gig is that I actually do a lot of deleting and re-adding games onto my Xbox Series X. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to last at least four years, maybe longer. And a lot of them have got long like long warranties, so it shouldn't be too much. I think mine might still be under warranty, so I need to check that out. How long has that taken you to find to, from when you first started having issues to figuring out what it was? Uh, well, I didn't really bother to doing it properly. I, I guess, I mean, figuring it out this time, it took 10 minutes because the drive was in a state where it was just completely screwed now. I, it's hard to tell, really. I've been using my laptop a lot, so I wasn't really too bothered with sorting out my PC, but my, my laptop's so noisy for gaming. So, But yeah, it was just a pain in the ass. I'm trying to find the one I've got. It's looking like it's about 200 quid replaced like for like, so it's not too bad. Are you going to get like for like? Are you going to get like a bigger one? Or? Oh, well, it's a terabyte one anyway. So... I mean, I might get a two terabyte one. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll see. If you're going, if you're going through the trouble to do it, you might as well, you know, upgrade. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a high end drive anyway. So it's um, well, well, I'll think about it. But it's one screw. I've got the side off my case at the moment. I've literally got to undo one screw, swap the bits around, and install Windows. So it's it's not hard. Okay. The PC I can play games.
Nezzy. Yes. You've got shit to say. It's, it's not even that interesting, really. I'm just excited about it. So I thought, share it. I've got a week off work next week. And I'm just so excited about that. It's just been, it's just been such a mad busy year for me. Oh. And mad busy at work. Like, that's why I was on the podcast last week, because we were just dead busy at work. So I just, I've booked it next week. Oh, so I've got a whole week to where I can do things that I enjoy. Although that has started faltering already a little bit. Because... Well, um, last night, my my mother, was who sometimes looks after the boys, was supposed to have the boys. So she came and picked him up. She's in our childcare bubble for all you COVID people out there. Um, so she came to pick up the boys um, at about four o'clock. Um, and they went. And then um, my daughter Robin went back to her mum's. So it's just me and my wife Heather. Now we very rarely get time just alone or together um now. So it's and it's been a while since the boys have gone to home, so we were pretty excited about it. So we sit down, we get we bought some beers, we bought a bottle of wine, they've gone, so we sit down, we order some food, um, back open our alcoholic beverages, and we started watching Class Action Park which oh, people that. have been talking about on the discord and stuff and we watched we were watching that the, we watched we were watching it and it's, it's really really good but then we get a phone call from my mum saying that theon my youngest is not well and he's got a bit of a temperature and it's he's like the sturdiest stoutest little child he's two years old he looks like a big baby but he's like the stoutest child there is and he talks like he's like 25 like even though he's two <laughs> um and it's very rare for him to like be ill so um bring my bottle bitch about... <laughs> we that's pretty that's not far without the bitch that's not far off <laughs> people find it their way because like people find it they're strange because he look he looks he's not changed much since he was a baby he's just grown slightly slightly bigger but he's like he's he, he can talk really well even though he's two and has been able to for a while. So people just people just find him really strange. Like people just can't understand. He looks younger than he is and he talks like he's four. Um yeah, but anyway, we got a phone call saying oh that Theon wasn't well um and he had a bit of a temperature. So, so we had to we then had to go and pick them up and bring him back. So there was our first night together in a while gone um so we went yeah so we've not finished watching the end of our um that class action park but we watched like the first 40 minutes of it and it is really really good and i can't wait to watch um the end of it so if you can get hold of it we've got it i've got i've got sky go i've got my friend sky go on my xbox and it's on there so um i was able to watch it yeah so but then anyway so because that was last night and then today he's still not been well he's still not been well at all actually so we just took him to the emergency doctor just before um and his tonsils are all um all swollen so they've given him some antibiotics so he just got back from the um he just got back from the doctors literally about two minutes before we started the podcast and he's upstairs now with my wife so he looks at the start of my week off is going to be caring for a poorly <laughs> child. So it's not the ideal way for either him or me to spend no. the day because normally normally, normally on, a, on a Monday, Tuesday, they go to our mum's normally because we work in the day. Um, but he's going to be here tomorrow. So getting up and just playing on my Xbox all day is just not going to happen, at least not for the first couple of days. 
but it'll be nice to spend some time with the kids and hopefully I'll start to feel um, better soon. But I still have a week off and I'm still going to stay hopeful that maybe in the second half of the week um, when he's better and they're in nursery on like Wednesdays and Fridays. So I'm hoping that on those days I'll be able to get up, get the kids to nursery and then just have like five, six hours of uninterrupted daytime gaming. So I'm really excited for that. This is what happened very often. Fingers crossed. I've got some good news. Um, Turns out I bought my SSD in 2018 and it's got a five-year warranty. Hey! So I thought that was a small clip, but I think it goes on for about 30 seconds. <laughs> right, now it's time to talk about what games we've been playing by preluding that uh, we don't have much to say about the game and then continue to talk about it for 30 fucking minutes. <laughs> it's one of you been playing. John. Okay, um, I played Yakuza 0. And it is more crazy Japanese random, very, very random stuff. And I can't believe that on uh, last week's episode, I started off by saying it wasn't uh, creepy weird with some of the side missions because it is creepy weird with quite a few of the side missions. Um, I did complete the game and I'm not going to lie, I stopped caring about the story for the sort of last three chapters because, you know, I I love Metal Gear Solid. I'm happy to sit through really, really long cutscenes and these were long cutscenes. However, in Metal Gear Solid, you can follow the story a little easier where Yakuza Zero, I have no idea what's going on and people were, (laughs) were... backstabbing each other and one minute one person well there's a character that helps you out and he's quite friendly through a lot of the game and then you have to fight him and he's trying to kill you for some reason it's it's just really hard um and the side missions are just completely completely out there completely crazy and um yeah i did enjoy it like the combat's really satisfying kicking the crap out of people and you can do some really cool moves with the environment like you can pick up um i was fighting outside of a restaurant and you can pick up a salt shaker off the table and like shake it in someone's eyes and then beat them to to death of it um or near death of it. and um yeah there's this so i've got to tell you about one of the, the weird quests you walk down an alleyway and there's this guy standing there um, just in his pants and he says to you, um, oh, please, can you find me these uh, telephone cards? And dotted around the map, there are these like cards lying around and you pick them up and it's it's literally just a picture of some woman's face. Like, that's it. Um but he says, oh, I really need them. Like, I need them because uh, people call me Mr. Libido and <laughs> it's really important that I keep up my um, – what does he say? It's really important that I keep up my uh, sexual activities five times a day. <laughs> right, okay. And then you meet him a little bit later outside of this, like, telephone club where um, – what are they called? Uh, losers. Um, where losers like <laughs> phone, up, phone up these women just to have a little chat to them and stuff. Because this takes place in the 80s, this game. And 
yeah, he's he's hanging around outside there, and then you see him a little bit later outside of this like cabaret club, which is like a very 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 soft version of a strip club, and yeah. It's just weird. It's really weird. And then a little bit later on in the game, you, I mean, you're being hunted by the Yakuza and the main character just goes, right, I need to hide out, but like I can't hide out of my apartment and I can't hide out anywhere else in this enormous city of underground places that all these, you know, the Yakuza own a lot of it and so instead he goes and lives in a homeless shelter for a little bit and then the game takes a really serious turn about like the plights of how terrible it is to be homeless but then you come straight out of that mission and it's straight into just all silly randomness again you can literally have a really serious mission about like this really poor there's this really poor woman who's blind and she went blind because she was tortured and it's like psychological blindness or something. <laughs> this is this is genuinely what happens. Like, I'm not making this up. So she's gone blind because she's had like some serious trauma or something. And it's all really like, you know, oh, that's terrible. That's happened. She was kept in a cage. Now she's blind. Now people are trying to kill her and you've got to look after her. But then literally the mission after is like you just, hiding out in a dominatrix club or some fucking random shit um yeah i like i liked it i really liked it but it was so weird like, i had no this, idea what's going on but yeah. this is what's so great about yakuza i think it's just it's there's just so much randomness in it and just the, the main story is always like really serious and complicated like you say and then there's just these side stories that are just absolutely crazy so your character goes from like yeah, doing like all these serious things and having like these serious conversations. I mean, about like honor and stuff. And then the next storyline, like it's about like getting some milk for a cat or something. <laughs> and that's, it's that <laughs> randomness that just makes it just so much fun for me. It literally is stuff like that. I mean, I know it probably sounds to people listening, it probably sounds really uh, messy the way that I've described it, but that is how the game actually plays. You have like a really serious mission and then you have to go and deliver a tissue to someone. That's literally one of the side quests. You bump, This guy bumps into you who's hurt his feet because he's running to the shop to buy a tissue and you have to go to the shop and buy a tissue for him. <laughs> that is genuinely one of the quests. And for one of the first times in... I've been playing games since like the Mega Drive and stuff and for... So for a long time, but for one of the first times whilst playing this game, I genuinely questioned what I was doing with my time. (laughs) (laughs) Why why am I doing this? What is this about? Did you play any of the mini games? I played loads of the mini games. I played the the one with the like little scale electrics cars, the like pocket racer cars, and then I went to the little Sega arcade and played some of the like grabber machines, and they had. I can't remember what it was called. Um, Virtue an- Fighter in it. Is oh, it Virtue Fighter? I, I didn't. I didn't see Virtue Fighter, but I saw. Um, was it Super Harrier? I think it was called. Oh um, yeah. I played a little bit of that. I thought that was pretty cool. Like the attention to detail is incredible for the. Yeah, there's so many because at one point in the game it sort of says, "Oh, you've got to wait for a call to come through for the next thing to happen," and. I thought I just need to find out how I trigger the next bit. So I did Google it to be honest, like, you know, what do I do next? 
and it says you just have to wait 15 minutes in game time. So I did just walk around looking at different things, going to different places, and it is super detailed. But again, the side quests and even a few of the main quests are just so odd. Like there's this guy that um a lad that I used to teach of actually um at my previous school, he's scared of these people. Do you know those people that you see on the street that pretend to be statues? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So a friend of mine, um Sam, he he's absolutely terrified of them. And um there's like one in Yakuza and your main character, Kiryu, um, goes up to him. And he's supposed to be really shocked that it's not a statue, even though it bloody looks like a bloke painted silver, like he looks like one. Um, and then the the other there's a crowd that's gathered to all watch this statue, but the statue whispers to your main character that he really needs to go to the toilet, and that he wants to sneak into a restaurant, but he doesn't want to just walk over there. Because these people that are watching are so engaged with the statue, like you can't break the illusion. They're just literally just standing there <laughs> for ages watching it. Uh, then you have to try and do different things to distract everyone. So like you can sing a song, tell them a riddle. I think one of the other things was do a dance or something. And each one of these things that you choose, the statue moves ever so slightly, like he tiptoes like a little bit closer to going to the toilet. It's just the weirdest <laughs> <laughs> and then people turn around and say, huh, I think the statue's moved a little bit. It's just the weirdest game I've ever played. <laughs> but the combat is just phenomenal. It's so good. You can literally just change combat style in the middle of a fight. You can just go for like more of a grappling sort of style, or you can even do like a breakdancing one like that guy that was in Tekken, um, Eddie something or another. Eddie Gordo. That's the one, yeah. You can do like spin around on the floor and fight them that way, or you can have like more of a serious martial art style and you can switch them all up right in the middle of a fight and pull out weapons and stuff like that. So like the combat is really satisfying. But the game it's just yeah, it's just w- w- really weird. Or you can pick up a bike and just swing it around. <laughs> yeah, literally just pick up a bike and just twat them over the head with it. I think one of my favourite moves was picking up uh, i was having a fight in a bar area and i picked up a sofa like at the end not just like a little <laughs> chair like an entire sofa and you could just literally smack them over the head with it and it's just just fantastic um, is this the first one you've played uh no i completed i played them in the wrong order i realized i completed yakuza kiwami not number two the first one and i did that i think maybe about a year ago maybe even slightly longer so this is the second one but the first one was just as weird so which one you well zero so kiwami is a remake of the first one and then zero came out a couple of years ago and is a prequel so mm. you've not really played them in the wrong i I played zero before kiwami one and the last one i've played is kiwami two which i played a few weeks ago yeah um, i i think i personally would have preferred to have played them the other way around just because zero taking place in the 80s and then playing the Kiwami, which takes place in sort of 90s. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm done with Yakuza. I, I was at first thinking, yeah, I'll try the other Yakuza games, like the remastered ones, and I'll try some of those. But, yeah, I'm done with it for a while now. I just need some normality. <laughs> Is it the same characters from game to game? Uh, the two that I've played for um, Zero and Kiwami, yeah, it was, it was pretty much the same characters, just at different... The, uh, the character Majima, he was very different in this game to 
uh, Kawami, but yeah, it's mostly the same characters. Yeah, it's, it's the same main character, and then same other characters, but obviously other people popping in and out of the varying stories, but yes, it is. Okay, Yakuza Zero, crazy Japanese shit. Nezzy? <laughs> um, I'll talk about um, a game which I, I've started feeling a little bit bad that I started getting into this position where I'm starting games and not completing them, and it was starting to stress me out a little bit, so I thought, and I blame mostly um, Red Dead Online for that. Um, and I got to a point with Red Dead Online where it wasn't drawing me as much as it was. Um, oh no, what happened was um, the season pass, like I had like three days to finish like the season pass, I can't remember what it's called, like season pass four. And then I, I like hammered it. And then I had like three days where I'd like before the new pass started. So I didn't really have to spend as much time on it. And I thought, oh, I'll use this time to play some other games. So a game I picked up, which I had started a few weeks ago now um but hadn't finished was dishonored death of the outsider so this was this came out and 90 percent on this it came out after dishonored 2 and it's like uh, it's not a full game i think it was about 20 quid when it came out and it's about six hours it takes to complete so it's not a full game but it is the same other than the fact that it's, it's not very long so i picked that back up and i was about halfway through it um, when I picked it back up, and I have a terrible memory, so I picked it up and I like I just had no idea what the story was, <laughs> no idea whatsoever. And I played Dishonored and Dishonored Two, and I love them. They're some of my favourite games. But if you ask me to tell you the story of what happened in one and two, now I could tell you very high level version of the story. So I'm not great at remembering stories. So I put this back on, and I'm in this bank. And I just can't remember what I'm doing there or what I'm supposed to be there. I can remember who I am, and that's about it. Um, and I normally play Dishonored. Um, I like to play stealthy. So, 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 so Dishonored. It's for, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a first person. I won't say it's a first person shooter because there's not really guns in it. There are things you can shoot, but you get like special powers. So in this game you get three special powers so one of them is the ability to teleport somewhere so you just put like a little icon and then you click and then you can teleport there um you can impersonate people so if you're within like a few feet of someone you can take their appearance and then use that to sneak about and the third one i cannot remember what the third power is but I will remember as I go on through the story, so I'll come back to it. Um, so yeah, and then you have like a knife um, that you can use. So it's not it's not really first person shooter. It's more of a sneak about, stab people up, and you can use your, you can use your powers quite creatively. And the best thing about this game is there are lots of different ways to play it. You could run into places and fight people if you wanted to, or you can. Um, you can play in the game and never kill anyone, just sneak through the whole thing. Um, or you can do what I like to do in that sneak about, if I see someone, I'll try and murder them, but try and hide them um, and then go about my business. Um, but starting this again and not knowing what the story was, I just thought, I'm just going to murder absolutely everyone. I don't know if it's too long in lockdown <laughs> i just seem to be games now i've just seemed to be just all about murdering as many people as possible so the my play style going back to it is just someone like using those special powers to just as quickly and as horrifically just whiz round just kill everyone in the level and then go about the business and 
pick up the things that I need to pick up, do the things that I need to do with just a sea of dead bodies around me. And in Dishonored, it's actually a lot of fun to do. Um, it's like, especially the um, the teleporting power. Um, you know, like you, I think you use them like the left trigger. Um, so you can point somewhere, pull the left trigger, and it'll put like a, a shadow version of you. And then you can just press X to confirm, and then it'll just teleport you there. But if you teleport on one space, it blows them up. Like as you teleport there, and if like there's two, three people all stood together, like you can blow them all up, um, or you can like teleport behind people and you can um, murder them from behind. And the animations are really, the animations are really good. The graphics in this game are are really good. And again, playing it on the um, on the Series X, it's just it just looks really really nice. Um, Do you play? Yes, yeah, so I, uh, I got back into this. Captain, stu- is that who you are? No, you play a lady in this one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is it a lady? <laughs> is it? Is it not the uh, the captain of that boat? Is that not the person you are? Yeah, I think I think it is actually. Yeah, because you do start off on the boat. I remember that from when I played it. I started it, and you go back to. So I think it is. It's like a black lady with short hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the one. I'm so thinking. you play her. Yeah, yeah. And the, in the story, you have to kill the outsider. Now I can't tell you who the outsider is or what he's about. Um, I'd, all I knew by the time I went back to the game is that I had to kill him. And kill him I did in the end. So I, play, I had about two, three hours. I had about two, three hours to go um, of the game. And it's just a really nice game. That The level design is is really good. There are so many ways that you can play this game. Um, there's so many different ways you can go. There's things that you can either do or not do. Um it's it's like a really versatile game and it's really really fun. If anyone hasn't played like the Dishonored series, they're, they're really good. Even like the art style, um, and um, I'm trying to think how I can describe it. Like there steampunk, is a, isn't it? Like you see, yes, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's like a steampunk style, but it has it has like a, a good back. The world has like a good story and a good backstory. And I remember in, even in the first one where like there's all like they use that whale oil my part of the story is like one of the big things that they have going on in the world is like the use of whale oil to like power things um and like you know in the in the first and the and the second one like you see a lot of these big whale carcasses and these like whaling ships that go out to get these whales and it's just it's just a really cool story a really cool aesthetic and it's it's um cause it's a bethesda game isn't it dishonored yeah mm. Um, yeah, and for me, for me, it's one that it, it doesn't really get talked about enough because they're really, really good. And think that they've all gone, to, they've all gone on to Game Pass as well now. Um, and I'm sure that them, they're like re, uh, not remastered versions, but like shinier versions, the um, the, the versions of one and two that have gone on there. So if you get a chance to play them, like I say, you should really, really play them. Like whether you like action games or whether you like sneaky, sneaky games, you can do either. Oh, you can do a bit of both in this, so I definitely um check it out. I say it's like this one is six hours, so it's only a small game, um, but it was fun like from from the start to the end. And even though I went back to it and I couldn't really remember the story and stuff, and I thought it might be a bit difficult to get back into the mechanics and stuff, like within about 10 15 minutes, I picked it all, I picked it all up again, everything except from the story. Um, and I was having loads of fun with it. Um, so yeah, so that's me and. Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. I definitely recommend picking it up, either for free. Or, in fact, I don't think that, I don't think this one's on Game Pass. But I think when I bought it, I only bought it for about six quid when it was on sale. So check it out if you can. Yeah, I played 
Dishonored one and two, and I loved them. They're they're great games. This I've, I've, yeah. I've never never played, so I will do. Do it. Hopefully, do it. it's on Game Pass PC. It should be. It is. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's where I played it. Brilliant. Mm. Then I will definitely, definitely play that. I was so inspired by Dishonored that um, my car in real life runs on whale oil. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I meant vegetable oil. Dan, hello. Uh, yeah, I've been playing some games this week, which is great because I didn't really play anything for the past two weeks. First game, uh, played it ages ago, so long that when I got back in the game, I couldn't remember anything about it. So I started again from scratch, and that is Prey. Uh, the new Prey, not the original Prey. Original Prey was great. Yeah. So yeah, you, you play this chap, and um, you wake up in your apartment, and um, you, you've got an interview that you've got to go to, uh, a test that you've got to pass, and um, you go through these tests, and the first one they ask you to... Um, I can't remember what they did ask you to do in the first one. I think it's just flick a switch or something. Uh, in one of them, they ask you to hide in this room. The only thing that's there is a chair, so you kind of crouch behind it, and you hear them saying what's he doing we can see him which is quite fun um and you go through these tests and then suddenly this mug appears and it looks a bit weird and this guy picks it up and it turns out it's a mimic and it's this alien thing that kills him everything goes weird gas comes into your chamber and then you wake up back in your apartment only it's not your apartment it's a testing facility you're on a spaceship everything's gone to shit and you've got to kind of get your way out of there solving puddle puzzles and um hitting stuff with wrenches and things it sounds like an episode of red dwarf yeah <laughs> the um <laughs> i can't remember that the one. title but the, the one where um it turns into lister's underpants yeah <laughs> 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 and then rumor comes in and it's like Crichton's trying to uh, yeah use he his squeezes him his attachment or... <laughs> oh, Red Dwarf. oh man i love red dwarf polymorph i think it was called polymorph that's the one yeah polymorph. yeah that's the one yeah because there was two episodes um, wasn't there it was polymorph one and polymorph two like a few seasons later so yeah it's kind of like that but without the um comedy i guess without the scouts um, yeah yeah um uh, yeah because actually he was a street poet before he was on red dwarf and uh cat was a ballet dancer Yes, and, so yeah, um, I remember he, uh, uh, reading about that. But you can tell that when, when he does his dance routine. routine. Well yeah, definitely. And and just the way he moves, like when he's pretending to be the cat. Yeah. Well, he's acting as the cat. Anyway, that's not that's not <laughs> Prey. Uh, it's by Bethesda. I, I basically, it installed really quickly on Steam because Steam. But, but I remembered I hadn't finished it because of Game Pass, the wonderful all-singing, all-dancing Game Pass. Um, I've now cancelled my EA subscription. I can start my Ubisoft subscription. And, and finally play more Assassin's Creed. But yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It still looks good. It holds up well. Um, controls feel fine. It, it's a great fun game, really. But I didn't play it for very long because something else downloaded that I really wanted to play. But yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. And if you've got a Game Pass and you haven't played it, then yeah, give it a go. Maybe not quite as good as the original, but no, it's, it's still good. I played the demo when the demo first came out on the Xbox. And it started really well when you're in that room and there's that whole kind of first thing before you get on the ship. Uh, it looked really cool. And that, the whole thing looks cool. It plays well. It's just, I don't know, after playing the original, I was expecting, you know, portal-type gameplay and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a completely different IP, really, isn't it, with the same name? Oh, definitely, definitely. So that kind it's, of threw me off. But, you know, it's, it's still worth checking out, especially if you haven't played the original, because then you won't have any expectations to be dashed. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Uh, it's a good answer, actually, for the uh, for our topic of the week that we've got uh, later on. 
I'm going to add that to yeah. my original yeah. prey. I, I still haven't figured out what my answer is going to be, so I'll have to do some thinking. Go check it out. If you've got Game Pass, it's not going to cost you anything apart from a bit of time. Hooray! Uh, I've completed Assassin's Creed 2 recently. It is a classic game. It's not without its problems. So for most of the game, the missions are quite freeform. You can approach them pretty much whatever way you want. But as the game gets towards its finale, it, it suddenly decides, uh, we're going to ramp up the difficulty for no reason whatsoever. So they start adding these parameters to some of the missions, like don't be seen. But there's no reason for it not to be seen to kill this target. There was one mission where I, I got to a position above this target and I was about to leap on him and stick my knives in his throat. And as I jumped, it went into slow motion and someone saw me as I jumped. And so the mission failed midair as I then landed on top of him and stuck both my ni knives in his throat and killed him. But I've, I failed the mission. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Absolutely infuriating. And it just kept happening again and again in some of the later missions. These just these stupid, stupid mission parameters that just there's no need there's no need for them to be there. Kill this guy without being seen. If I kill him, whatever way I kill him, what difference does it make if, if he's seen me or not? If he sees me, he runs off, he makes the mission a bit more difficult. I have to chase him. Some of the missions, that's what happens. But not for some of the later ones. They're like, nope, nope, we're going to make it hard for you. So it just got very, very frustrating. It's still a great game, don't get me wrong. You know, it looks and plays very, very well. After I finished that, I, I downloaded Brotherhood. I went straight into that. And then as anyone who's played both games knows, it starts right away. The, the same room you're in at the end of two is where you start in Brotherhood. Um, so it's a sequel in, you know, the, the strongest sense of the word. And it is such a big improvement instantly with the combat the the movements the the climbing everything is better and better mm. uh you can i mean i think it was only a year later that brotherhood came out to assassin's creed 2 but god they they've listened to their uh testers or their, their fans god they made it so much better so i'm um, yeah i'm going to be starting brotherhood properly i've only played like an hour of it so i'm very happy about that so assassin's creed 2 it's a great game still uh not without its problems but still uh, a classic game which i'll no no doubt probably play again in like five or six years john back to you Shit, sorry. Uh, <laughs> having your tea, aren't you? No, I was uh, having a rum and lemonade, actually. <laughs> um, I played Scribble It with uh, yourself, Jay, and Duke from the Veteran Gamers. It was the, the Veteran Gamers Playdate. They were all really nice people as well, but yeah. I cannot remember. Oh, God. I couldn't hear anyone for the first part. Do you know why I couldn't hear anyone? Because I wasn't in the Discord chat. <laughs> <laughs> Where people were talking, I wasn't. <laughs> Scribble it itself. <laughs> it's it's really hard to believe that this game is free. Like, you could do so much on the free version of this. I downloaded it on Steam. It took hardly any time to download because, as you said, Dan, Steam is just fantastic for downloading stuff. It's just like Pictionary. You, 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 can, you get a choice of a few words. I think it's like three words. You choose which one of those words you like to draw. And then you have a go at drawing it while everyone else types it in and, and guesses it, uh, what you're drawing. And yeah, it's just so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I had a really good time. The less skill you have in art, the better as well, I think. 
<laughs> makes it well, yeah, a fun I, experience. I think I was winning on that front. Like some of my drawings were absolutely tragic. But Juki, he made his own pack, didn't he? He's made his own um, game pack, which you can do when you buy the premium version for three ninety nine. So he he did a VG Hub one. So yeah. he, he had uh, some of the answers were like um, he had stuff like Boxwave podcast and <laughs> yeah, Steel podcast, Steel podcast and. and what, what um, Chad Warden. Chad Warden. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's such a an easy game to get straight into as well. And yeah, loved it. Is it only on PC and Steam? It's on Windows, Linux, Mac. Might join in after all. Ooh, it's been a dodgy time six o'clock for me because that's like bedtime for the children but i'm sure i can be a bad husband next sunday and just leave my wife <laughs> to do it like i'm leaving it to look after the sick children right now <laughs> that's what i did <laughs> really scribble it it's free and if you've got a pc you probably can run it because it's not very demanding uh nezzy back to you okay i played this week a demo of a game which is not yet out but it's out on i think the first of april i want to say but that may not even be right this demo is the outriders demo so i want to talk about the story first i'm going to talk about the story and the plot because it's like the first the demo is like the first couple of hours of the game um and it's the start of the game so it's not really spoilers because it's like the first set of cutscenes. So basically, this is... And if, if anyone has seen the film, which I actually watched a few weeks ago, and it's quite good, Passengers, with him, with her from... <laughs> with with the, him and her. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I tried to say him. His yeah, name. I've I can't remember it. who he is. It's uh, and Chris, Pratt. Who she was. Chris Pratt. Yeah, and, 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 Pratt and, and Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Thank you. What would I do without you guys? Those guys. So the story of that is Earth is... Anyway, it's the same story as that. I'll talk about the Outriders version. Earth is fucked. So they set off two ships out into space to head off to another planet, which they are going to colonise. So it's not too dissimilar to Andromeda, because Andromeda was a similar type situation, wasn't it? So and So I think they set off. They know for a matter of fact that Earth is fucked. They can't go back there, so that's out. So they get to the new planet. So you're an outrider. So your job is to, when you get there, to go and check out the planet, make sure it's all right, set some things up, so then the the rest of the people can come down and you can start afresh on your new planet. But you get down there and things aren't great. A big, huge storm comes along which is a pretty cool storm that like sucks people up into the air and makes them explode and disappear and stuff and really fucks things up. Um, but then the guy, one of the main guys, so obviously you're not riding and you go, oh, this is terrible. Like People can't come and live here. There's fucking storms that kill everyone. But then the bad guy goes, oh, well, we, we just won't tell them <laughs> because there's nowhere else to go and we're just not going to tell them. They'll come down. It'll be fine. Which sounds like a terrible plan, like a really terrible plan because this storm literally just destroyed everything. So it's not as if they're not going to notice. Um, so then because you're an outrider and you don't agree with him, they basically just leave you down there. Um, but the storm that kills loads of people doesn't kill you. It gives you some special powers which Ooh. is the basis for the game. So, um, yeah, so at that point, I think at, th- at that point you can choose which class of person you can be. Um, there's four classes, and I googled them. Devastator, which is like a close-range tank-type 
class, a pyromancer, which is what I picked, which is a medium range, and you can obviously conjure fire and burn people. Um, a technomancer, which is like a long-range sniper-type situation, and a trickster, whatever that is, close-range, hit-and-run. I'm not sure what they do, but I picked pyromancer. Um, I picked pyromancer because it's like the medium one, and I didn't want to commit to either too close or too long, so I just picked the medium one. So this game, I would describe this like this is like a perfect description of this game. Right? It's basically if Destiny, Division, and Gears of War all got drunk and had sex and made a child, it would be this game. It's just a perfect mix of the three. It's made by um, Square Enix making all this, so it's got like it's got like that kind of it's got like. So the good things about it, is it, the story was quite interesting. I did like the story that I've just kind of described. It's better when they do it than when I describe it. Um, and the characters and the like, the dialogue is good as well. Like it's entertaining to watch. The characters like a pretty flamboyant. Um, which I think is like a Square Enix thing. So, like, one of the commanders down there is like a guy that wears like a big long coat and has like a cowboy hat. So, so yeah. So the characters, so the characters, so the characters are fun. The dialogue between them is quite good. It's not boring or anything. They've done a really good job of that. So I'm, so I'm, that's why, so I was enjoying it up until up until this point. Um, yeah. So you get past the start of the story stuff, and then you get into the combat so this is a third person cover shooter and i'm sure it's a good one but i don't know if i'm just i don't know if these games just aren't really for me anymore or i just like but once the game started i pressed like pause and like the menu that comes up is this is obviously like a looter shooter um the menu that comes up basically looks it's just exactly the same as the destiny one you know you've got your person in the middle you've got the different armors and the different weapons that you can assign stuff to and upgrade, and it was all blank. Um, within like about five minutes of playing it, like the shooting is is fun, it's okay, good. It's it's a cover shooter. You know, it's not doing to me. It's not really doing anything spectacular. Not really doing anything that hasn't already been done. Um, and in playing it for about ten minutes or so, you know, it's just that same thing. Is like, you know, you kill people, you pick up some gun, a new gun, and all I do is I look at the gun, the number on my gun. I look at the number on that gun. Is that higher? And then I'll swap it over. Um, and I started getting a few more bits, but judging by like the amount of like little slots that are on the person, I just thought I, I just don't think I can be bothered with that. I think one of the things with loot shoots for me is that when there's just too much, like after a point, like it just slows the game down for me. That every time you get into combat, you have to check to see if there's better weapons than yours, and if the the system is complex, which I guess it kind of needs to be to be interesting it ends up taking a little bit too long then you sit there and go well this one is like 50 power shooting but it's got like a five second burn rate and the one i've got now is only 45 but it's got and i just i just don't really have the time or the motivation to like start doing all those kind of calculations and things so as soon as that kind of started happening and i just thought i'm not going to carry on playing this game like i'm not like you know, I'm not really a Destiny type person to play like these huge games as a service end game type things. I'm not really into that kind of thing. So even though I enjoyed the story, the voice acting was good, the characters were good. 
it's just not it, it, it's also a nice looking game like it does look it does look nice it doesn't look like you know it's not like red dead or last of us two type situation but it's a nice it's a nice looking game um but i just think the gameplay loop and the gameplay style is just not one that i'm willing to like sink 100 hours into but i think for those people who the destiny fans and like these types of games i think i reckon this is probably a really good a really good one and especially as it's going to be coming onto game pass um I'd definitely recommend for people to try it and for people to give it a go. It's just that it's just not really my thing at the moment. But you know, if something happened tomorrow and I all I had was my Xbox and this game and I had no access to any other games, I reckon I would probably start playing it and I would probably enjoy the whole thing. But because there's other, I've got access to so many games now um, and mm. game types of games I probably prefer a little bit more. I'm probably not gonna carry on playing this game. Um, but that's me and the Outriders demo. Awesome. I think I will, because uh, it's Game Pass, I will download it and I will play it at some point, but it's just going to be put in the queue like everything else is. <laughs> There's going to be no you know, urgency to play it, but it will be played especially, eventually. Yeah. Especially as it's not going to be on Game Pass for PC. Oh, is it not? No. Right then. So will it? will it not... I suppose you won't know. You don't work for Microsoft, but I assume eventually it'll be on PC. But it might be eventually, I guess. But um, there's no sign of it at the moment. I was just googling it, having a look through. Um, it looks like it's not at the moment coming to Game Pass for PC. They only um, they only announced it was it this week or the week before that it's going on to Game Pass for the Xbox because they were taking pre-orders for it up until that point. Yeah. It's like sixty quid on the PlayStation, so it's a third part one that they've added, kind of only very short while, or only very short period before its release date, which is a bit odd. Uh, it's fifty quid on Steam at the moment. <laughs> oh, thanks, <laughs> Dan. Back to you. Yeah, um, I've been saying that I'm going to complete Mass Effect Andromeda for a long time, and basically not getting around to playing it because things keep breaking um but last night i started again mass effect and andromeda because uh, i didn't have any cloud saves thanks origin really <laughs> useful um, but it's good because i i had no idea where i'd got to in that game and uh it's nice to start out afresh and know that i'm going to do certain things before i get to where i've I've never actually got that far in the game anyway, so I've pretty much already caught up after a couple of hours last night. Um, Where did you get to? But yeah, um, well, I've set up the uh, forward base on EOS last night. Uh, that's, I thought that was a nice place to stop playing because it was about four in the morning. Right, okay. So um, probably like five hours in, something like that. Yeah, probably about that. Um, that's not too bad in the grand scheme of it. Yeah, I, th I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, back in there, the f when you get in your ship and you go to the first system that that little spark of joy and excitement just i felt it again just like i did when i first started playing the game years ago um uh, yeah i'm loving it it's great i've i've got my i'm playing as sarah this time her face is tired because i i can't remember why um but yeah I, I, you know her face does look odd when she's speaking at times uh she still looks odd she's got quite a chubby nose um <laughs> But yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. You know, I'm I'm back in the Mass Effect universe. I'm 
sorting out problems on the station and I'm kicking ass and taking names. It's great fun. Loving it. It's a great game. I yeah, I absolutely adore this game. And I'll probably end up uh, picking up the Mass Effect, um, the new re-release definitive edition, whatever it is they called it. Legacy. I can't remaster. Legacy, yeah. Legacy, yeah. Um, and I'm playing through those again because I mean, it's one IP that I've... Actually, I didn't get on with the first one the first mm. time I played it. Um, but then, then I stopped being an idiot and actually thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. Uh, but... But yeah, I, I I just want to play more Mass Effect now. Yeah, I can't wait for uh, to get stuck into the the original trilogy again. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be good. I'd hope they don't cock it up too much. You know, a lot of people didn't like the first one because it was very probability based on whether or not you shot someone in the head, even if you were aiming at their head. But that was how the game was made, and I I'm, I think it needs to still be like that. Yeah, I think, so I think a lot of the gameplay has been reduxed to the second game and third game. Right. That's what I've heard. Yeah, um, that's what I've heard as well. The heads up display, the the gun mechanics, I think it's all based on the second and third game for the first one. Okay. The one thing I noticed a while back when I decided I went through and played them all back to back a few years a few years ago. Um the control schemes change on each game on the PC, and that got a bit jarring right. for you know the first half hour or so of each game because it was like, hang on a minute, this has all changed again. <laughs> Where's that gone? Um, so maybe that would be a good change, um, you know, having them all have the same controls, um, especially if you're going back to back. You don't it. notice it. I didn't notice it when it first came out because obviously I'd played. The, the previous game when it came out so you don't really remember the complete control scheme or at least i didn't but yeah I, i'm loving it you know it's 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 running well it's not running as fast as it could thanks to my damn drive but yeah i, I just love space games yes yes the problem, you do the, the problem i had with andromeda is a few years ago but i think oh fuck you i thought there was too much traveling too much traveling in it but that's like, a, that's it's, just, it's just exploration. It's it's all about traveling. Space well, is pretty big. <laughs> you'd, you'd go. You'd go. You'd have to go to another planet to speak to someone. I can't remember. It's like it's a long time. I've seen like a second planet where there's like what bluish people. Is this true. <laughs> he I think it's like the, se- the second or third. You know, will not talk to colored people. <laughs> is that the second planet you have to go to? I think. And I just remember feeling like I had to travel. So you go, I'll go here and do that. So then you have to get back to your ship, get on your ship, travel to that planet, get off your ship, go and walk to wherever the foot they are to have a conversation with them. And then they might tell you to go somewhere else again. So then you have to go back to get on your ship to go to that other planet. And the, and now it sounds a bit weird because, yeah, it is a, a like a space game, but I just felt like there was too much moving from space to space. There wasn't enough. But I really liked the fighting in it. The gunfights were really good, yeah. but I felt like there wasn't enough of it. And I, I'm, I, I must have played between 10 and 20 hours of the game. I definitely did, did a good bit of it, but I just felt like there wasn't enough of the bit that I really enjoyed, and that was the gunplay. Uh, for me, it's always about the narrative in, in Mass Effect games. I love the stories. Um, but what I do remember actually going to the second planet on one of my previous attempts at finishing the game. Um, one thing that is really helpful is if you actually 
just uh, do all of the different missions in that area. So if you've got bits of a mission that you need to do in that planet, then do them as well as all the other stuff you've got to do at that planet. And then you don't have to travel quite so much. Yeah, I always used to, if I had a a mission of go see this guy in that planet or whatever, I'd make my way there, but also do things on the way. I won't just go over there and do that and do that. I'll I'll do lots of things in between to fill the the sort of void between A and B. I'm going to start playing this game. Oh, you should. It's excellent. It's an excellent game. The finale as well. It's, It's one of the best game endings, in my opinion, of any game, not just Mass Effect. It was wow. so satisfying. I loved it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, depending on it's like the, the, <laughs> the people you get and the relationships you you keep. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to spoil the ending because it's if you've not played it. But it's just everything comes together really, really nicely. I, 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 I remember give a, it another go. A previous guy, I, th- I think I had a relationship with PB. Oh yeah, mm. I like PB. Peanut uh, butter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just try and have relationships with as many people as possible in computer games, like male, female, anyone. There's just any sniff of them. Yeah. 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 I'm exactly the same. Just don't even see gender. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. It just reminded me of uh, my wife in um, one of the fables. (laughs) Gave me an STD, bitch. That was such a bad, such a such a bad pause when you said that. We're talking. I say like anyone, anything, male or female. I'm all over it. And then you go, oh, reminds me of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm loving it. I can't wait to play more. So if we can hurry up, I want to get back into Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes, I agree. Absolutely superb. Since uh, EA play has come to game pass pc which happened this week i have yeah. been downloading lots of ea titles to my pc uh the first of which is jedi fallen order i thought mm. i'd, I'd uh, started up give it an hour just so i've got something to, to talk about on the show and i've yep. uh, i'm four hours into it now i'm gripped it's great it's good isn't it coming straight off assassin's creed as well which they've got kind of a, a similarish kind of vibe in terms of mm. sort of combat and climbing and things. But it's it's one of the most polished games I've ever seen. It's it's superb to look at. It's superb to play. The little details like uh, burnt metal on, on items, you know, this, that and the other, when you, you strike your lightsaber through someone, uh, cutting creatures in half and seeing all the, the guts and stuff inside them and even just cutting away like pipes that are, that are in your way using a lightsaber and you they, they sort of sever at the right point and and flick around and oh i mean at the beginning of the game you're on a train you're fighting your way up up to the top of this train when you're sort of outside the train just looking around i, I was looking around for about 10 minutes just just looking at the scenery and and the the motion blur of, the, of like other trains coming past and it was just such a just a sensational set piece just sound wise whatever the word is visually <laughs> gameplay oh it was it was brilliant how are you finding the difficulty of the game at the beginning you're like well oh, this is you know great yeah it's chopping through stormtroopers quite easily the uh when a stormtrooper shoots at you and you knock back the uh, the bolt and it hits them in the head brilliant mm. superb i was like oh this is great get through this i was uh upgrading a few things and it was starting to get a little sort of easy i was like oh maybe i should put the difficulty up but then like half an hour later i'm like fucking <laughs> hell <laughs> i'm getting battered here 
So you get the rocket troopers, you get the uh, the, the officers who seem to have a lot more armor, tougher uh, animals in on the planets with like big huge things with horns that charge at you. Um, so all of a sudden you have to think about how you're going to approach these baddies because the, the first little couple of hours I was just you know jumping straight in and hacking and slashing and you know all of a sudden you have to think about it a lot more. Yeah. You have to decide you know how sh- how should I approach this guy? There's there's a sudden need to learn all the combos of what you can do and have it work best for you. So I've definitely not put the the difficulty up. I've kept it as it is and I've all the all my experience points now is going towards health and blocking which most of them have, have all been towards like uh, force powers and different types of lunges and parries and whatever. But now I suddenly realise, hang on, I need to look after myself here. I need more health and I need to block better. Um, I'm up to this sort of snowy level. There's lots of balls <laughs> rolling around, <laughs> if that makes any sense to anyone. Uh, I assume I'm going to get a power soon to manipulate these balls into the right positions, but I can't do it yet. They seem to... The, like the yeah. red, so you, it looks like you can do something with them, but I can't I fondle that. the balls just yet. <laughs> uh, so that's where I'm up to, and it's it's great. I'm really really enjoying it. Uh, how long is it? Has anyone completed it? Uh, I have, but I don't know how long I spent playing it. Like a um, Twenty hour. Let's see what how long to beat says. I gave up. I found it too hard. I oh, really did. You like not drop down to story? Uh, no. I really, really liked the game. Like, loved it. Massive Star Wars fan. It, I thought it controlled beautifully. I just found it too difficult. I probably should have dropped it to story, but now it's on Game Pass. And uh, hearing you talk about it, yeah, I'm, I am going to go back to it. Do you feel you have to be Star Wars head to enjoy it? No, not at all. It's no. nothing to do with any characters that I've met yet. Uh, and the not... combat is really quite slick. It's very it's, slick. It's oh, really yeah. enjoyable just from the combat side. Oh, yeah. um, it's saying on howlongtobeat.com, uh, main story about 17 hours, main and extra 21 and a half hours, okay. and 30 and a half hours for completionist. Because I love the way the, uh, the levels yeah. are, are designed designed in such a way where there's lots of hidden paths and hidden places to go and you can only go those ways once you've like learned to do a particular skill or whatever there's some places you can go straight off the bat and yeah. get some little hidden secrets and stuff but like on your way back once you've learned skills it gives you um reason to go back into the level and traverse the bits that you couldn't traverse before and collect yes. all these little bits like upgrades to your lightsaber the different um clothing just or just experience to get you know better skills and things it's yeah it's it's, it's it feels like a deep and very well-made game polished oh, hell yeah. it's it's yeah that's chill. I, I refused to drop the difficulty when i played it um and i think that's actually worth doing because the combat flows so much more when you actually work really hard at making sure you're doing it playing it properly rather than just having a cakewalk I, I think that makes it more enjoyable in the long run <laughs> i'm not doing that i'm uneasy as it is and i was uh getting challenged so i think i'll, I'll stick with that fair enough I might, I might like uh, when I finished it. I might jump onto like the hardest just to see what it is, what the deal yeah. is, just for a laugh. But no, I, I want to play a game and be immersed, immersed with the story and feel like a badass. And I don't think I'd feel like a badass if I'm just getting my ass handed to me. Fair enough. It, it would insult me to be defeated by a stormtrooper as a Jedi. That would piss mm. me off. Something rotten. <laughs> but yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. Really, really like it. Um, I suggest you play it too. It's on Game Pass and EA Pass if you're a PlayStation person and you don't have Game Pass. Uh, yeah, it's great. 
Back to Nezzy for the last one. I have played again after a three, four week break, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Now, the reasons I'd stopped playing this were one, Red Dead Online, and two, just because I thought it was going to be like another 90 hour game and I just didn't want to do it. And I'd read somewhere that near the end of the game, you get to a point where to get in the last area, you have to be like a much higher level than you are by just finishing the area before unless you've done a load of side quests which means you'd have to grind and that put me off playing a little bit but um like i say, i was feeling a bit bad because i wasn't completing games so i went back and i thought let's give it another go put it on within 10 minutes i was like oh this is just a great fun game i like it is it's really really good so the point the point i'm up to was um the london um the london arc and the, the good thing about this game is the, each different area has its own story. They call it an arc in the game. And then, um, yeah, so it's like a self-contained story. And the stories are really good. So I put it back on and I was at the start of the London arc. Um, so I played it for like two hours or something and then did like the London storyline. Um, and, you know, it's Assassin's Creed, Viking. And I, like I say, I've been feeling murderous. So like in, on like one of the missions, I think it's at the end of the Oxfordshire arc, which is the one after London. There's like this huge castle that you have to like go to, and you have to go, and it says, "Oh, like sneak in there and like weaken the defenses before we get there, uh, before we start our assault." But me feeling as murderous as I am, just walk in through the middle, like through the front door, and just start fighting with everyone because the fighting in this game is just so much fun. Like it's just so satisfying axe fighting and viking fighting it's just really great fun um so yeah i did like so since i put it back on again i've, I've done about four or five hours on it over the past three days i've fallen right back into it it's um it's a really really fun game the fact that the series x doesn't have any loading screens really helps because it means like you can get quite a bit of it done like without having you know you can fast travel without having to wait like two three minutes each time which really helps with like the flow of the story so even though like i only get a couple of hours of time to play i, th- I felt like i've been able to achieve quite a lot in those games um, so I'm not going to say too much more about it because it's just Assassin's Creed. But I am. Um, well, I did read. I did going back on it. I did do a little bit of reading about this whole. You know, am I going to have to grind at the end of it? But I read a couple of people that said that they've actually done like the main story in like 30 hours or so, and I've already done maybe 37 hours, and I'm not near the end yet. But I did spend a lot of time in like the prologue, kind of like doing everything. Um, so now that I know that I'm not going to have to play a 90-hour game to finish it. I can just keep going through just the arcs. I'm not as put off by it now, so I'm just going to keep on doing, like, one of the areas on one of the arcs um, every now and again, just fit it in between other games. So, yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's a really, really good game. It's a beautiful game, and I strongly recommend playing it to the Assassin's Creed fans. I almost bought it this week and then realised I have no money. It was on sale on uh, Ubisoft for like... Oh, yeah, they've got a sale at the It's like 36 quid, but I've got a 20% off voucher and I could have got it for like 30-ish. But I oh, haven't man. got any money. I do. I really want to play it. I've, uh, I've been a bit kind of iffy on the, the older Assassin's Creed game. Sorry, the, the younger Assassin's Creed games. Um, mm. But since jumping back to... Uh, number two and then seeing the difference between number two and brotherhood i mean after brotherhood i'm gonna obviously do revelations and then i'm gonna do the the, the prison one i'm probably gonna just 
jump over Odyssey and then come straight to Valhalla. Because yeah, every, everything I've heard about Valhalla from every source says it's awesome. Good. So, yeah. I would, I would maybe skip the other two because they're also huge. So unless you're going to play the other two, you're going to want to break before you get Valhalla. So if you do play the other two, you've got to play two 70-hour games with a break in the mid, a long enough break in the middle that you're not just tired of it by the time you get to Valhalla. So I would just go for Valhalla. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I may go to Odyssey at some point, but Origins, I'm not really yeah. bothered about. I've heard it's just really laborious. Shit. So, yeah. yeah. Cool, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, right, that concludes all the shit we've been playing. So let's go straight on to the Metacritic Ride! Right, who wants to go first? Is anyone prepared? I yeah, was I don't prepared, mind. but then I've just scrolled. I've just accidentally scrolled and I've lost where I was, so I won't go first. I think I heard Dan. Dan, you can go first. Okay, this came out in 2010 and it has a Metacritic score of 61. It wasn't very good. And it's on my shelf. Oh, it's going to be obscure as fuck, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's amnesia. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, oh, which one to go for? That one's really big. I'll leave that one to last. Uh, mm. Blank Blank's set of five games was never designed to innovate, but clearly fails to do the bare minimum that's necessary for mini games to have a purpose. Mini games are fun in small, pint-sized, easy-to-play quantities, and while Blank succeeds in offering pocket-sized entertainment, the gameplay is nowhere near the interesting enough and fails to capitalise on the novelty of Connect. I probably should have blanked that bit out because that's a big clue. Connect Sports? <laughs> no. That's the wrong word. Sports Connect? <laughs> Connect Integration. No. Oh, yeah, it does have that, but that would be a terrible name for a game. Connect Adventures? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I played that. Yes, it is. That's yeah, I played it for practice. about five minutes. Same. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> this is shit. Yeah. Exactly. I, did, I did the raft one. You had to stand on the raft and you have to duck and stuff and go side yeah. to side. Yeah, I did that. It was ah, really bad. Shit. Shut up. I've still got the Kinects. Both of them, the old ones and the new one, and the Xbox One one, were cool. I do like them. I wish I, I, what I loved about the newer Connect was that if you had the camera that followed you around the room, so it was really good for like Skype and stuff for your whole family. Yeah, and naked cam shows. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's it really. <laughs> okay, you should take me back to playing Uno with a mate of mine. <laughs> wow. People dropping in and like, ah, cock. brilliant, thanks. I bought it, <laughs> petted an imaginary dog, and then never used it again. Bloody connect. Nezzy, it's your go. Uh, okay, let's go. Um, mine is, it's got a 7.5 user rating. That's the first clue. 
Um, so here goes. Pros. The storyline is amazing. The attention to historical details is commendable and really, really interesting. The map artwork is gorgeous. The commitment to realism is a very intriguing aspect of the game, one that adds multiple layers to the role-playing experience. Combat is challenging, lockpicking is challenging, maintaining equipment for cleanliness and durability Skyrim. is something that you've really got to remember to check. No. Um, it's a really Red Dead complex Redemption. experience. No. Red Dead Redemption 2. No. Uh. Oblivion. Oh. I'm going to give a big clue here. Warhorse did an amazing job with these details. Cons. There are some minor bug issues and graphics problems where patterns don't load properly or the layering of patterns get messed up. The it's um, Kingdom oh, Come King Deliverance. Yes, that's the one. Who oh, said that? Well done, John. I think John got that for me. It's a good game. I, really I, was like trying game. To, I was trying to remember what it was called. It was when you mentioned about the... the um, did you say it was like medieval or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to Have think. What it was no, um, but I've, it's one that I've looked at many, many times. But the combat puts me off. Once you yeah, get your head around the combat, it's actually I, I just a game I need to complete. Oh, yeah, I'm the same. I do still need to complete it, but it was the same for me. The combat, you're just like, what the fuck is this? And then you realise you actually have to like be good at sword fighting. And then once, <laughs> once you understand the combat and you practice it, it's really satisfying combat. Really satisfying. Can someone else put the score in? Because uh, I'm a, a minefield of hotkeys. <laughs> uh, yes. Right. Oh. 10 to John. Lead up to 25. Now it's John's go. Okay, so um, this came out in the year 2000. Uh, was the only reason people actually enjoyed this garbage? Was was it because it starred pigs? I hated this game. Hated it. Terrible gameplay. Broken strategy RPG gameplay. Hogs of War. Yes. Well played. It was. And the pigs was a good clue. <laughs> I was thinking of that. Was that other game that um, it's like a talking pig in it? And you, you have a yeah. The, oh, what's it called? Oh, um, anyway, it's the wrong answer. So it's irrelevant. But still, yeah, they were they were re I, remaking it or doing a sequel to it, and they canned it. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember. I, that's a, I really enjoyed playing that. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, I played it like three oh, years ago as part of a Dirty 30 thing that Bongo did from a oh, yeah. DLC. It's a Ubisoft one, isn't it? Yeah, Ubisoft one. Um, oh, what's it called? Google Beyond it. Good and Evil. Yeah, yes, that's, that's the one. That's, that's the a one. really good game. Well done. Five more points for John. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who got that? That was me. Oh, yeah, somebody oh, yeah. should give Dan some points. Of course. Right. So everyone has scored some points so far, except for me, and I can't guess my own, so I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, right, here we go. What, what game did I actually pick in the end? Oh yeah, that one. Um, which one should I start with? Why is there almost no tutorial? Why can't co-op players join your game in the middle of a mission? Why is water tra traversable in some missions but lethal in others? Why can your grappling hook only connect to some services? 
Why is your healing ability mapped to the start button? It's just another deposit of digital cholesterol on a constricting artery that's one cheeseburger away from being clogged forever by uninspired first-person shooters! Huh. Um, hang on, let me give you the, the bits and pieces. Uh, 2010 was the release. Uh, Metacritic score of 68. It said first-person shooter in there. Um, I think it's a third. Is it a Just Cause 2? No. Ah. It's downright frustrating, actually, as with even the slightest tweaks, this game could have been another winner for this studio, and the epic sequel fans had hoped for. As it stands, this game is a shell of a potentially great game brought down by bizarre, dated and counterintuitive design decisions. And that's a shame. Uh, God of War? Nope. Spider-Man? Sh Shadow of War? Nope. Let me give you a good one. What's one of the positive ones? Game book in it. Uh, this game is a splendid action game. The charm of new locations, the cooperative aspect greatly stressed, and the exulting look of MT Framework 2.0 are the main elements of a cool gaming experience. Great <laughs> uh... action game including huge boss fights against oversized monsters. A must-have for those who like to play co-op games for up to four Lost players. Correct! <laughs> oh, no, I was expecting John to get that. John. It's only oh, your no. favourite game. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm going for that. 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> I take all John's points off him. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a ten pointer because um, I didn't go to. I just read like a few of them out, so it was the same oh, level. Well course. done, well done. So the scores for this league, dare I say? Oh, I've not added them up. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah. Quick maths. Quick maths. Quick maths. <laughs> uh... Who is winning? God. Right, so uh, Nezzy's winning, I think. In the lead is Nezzy with 50 points. Uh, second is Dan with 35. Uh, third is John with 25. And I'm running up the rear with 20. Oh, sorry, sorry. Bad maths, bad maths. John's got 35. 25 plus 10 is not 25, apparently. It's 35. And Nezzy has 350 as it stands. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nezzy's maybe I won't do the typing next time. <laughs> anyway, Nezzy's winning. I'm not. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Can that be the name of the? Can that be the name of the episode? Of <laughs> <laughs> <Or> the podcast. <laughs> Let's move straight on to the one I actually enjoy because I'm not really a part of it. It's the music quiz. <laughs> It's everyone's favourite. Uh, right, it's another hybrid one this week. So, free movies, free TV shows, free games. 
And we are going yes. to start with a TV show. Question one. Oh, God, I know this. Um... God, what is this? <laughs> is it Mandalorian? Yeah. Oh. Have you said whether it's a game or not, or a TV? This is a, this is a TV a... show. TV show. Fairly new one. They had a season that came out last year. Yeah. Oh, it's Picard. No, bollocks. <laughs> you were so sure. Star Trek Discovery. Correct. Nice. Well done. Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery. It's a great show. I, I enjoy it very much. Me too. Uh, right, question two. This is a film. Listeners of my veteran gamer quizzes will note that this is the music I use for the final bit of it. give you a clue in this in this scene they are falling out of the sky skyfall <laughs> no one falls out of the sky in skyfall um, it's a matthew vaughan film who, who directed kick-ass kick-ass too <laughs> is it kingsman well done. Yeah. It is Kingsman. They're currently trying to figure out whose parachute is not working. They're falling out of the sky. Have you seen Kingsman? I've yeah. seen the first one. It's oh, I love that film so much. Really I good. I saw it recently. I'm going to have to watch it again soon. The, 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 the shootout in the church is just one of the best scenes in cinema. Mm, that is good. <laughs> what would Jesus say though? Who cares? Right, question three. <laughs> video game. First person shooter. It has a trilogy of games. Max Payne. Biojack. The first game of the series has been remastered for PC fairly recently. As in a remastered version. It was on the PC, but they've done it like a 4K super texture version 
crisis? Oh, yeah. Correct. Oh, yeah. Well done, yep. John. This one's actually it's crisis two, but I'll give you that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, right, question four. We're back to TV shows. Band of Brothers. You are on the right line. The Pacific. That is you correct. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as soon as you said Band of Brothers, I thought it sounds. Now you said it sounds so much like Band of Brothers. I think it does. Who composed this, John? Was it Mr. <laughs> Hans Zimmer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, second only to uh, Band of Brothers. Uh, incidentally, uh, Hans Zimmer also did the uh, the Crisis Two music as well. He gets around a bit, doesn't he? Does, he? Yeah. Come out, does he? Uh, right, question whatever. Five. One, two, three, four, five. five. Back to film. Oh, nice. What is it? If you know what it is, let it ride for ten seconds. I know the music, but I don't know what the one. 1999. Sci-fi. Revolutionary. Matrix. Correct. Mm. I don't know this from the Matrix. What is that song called, by the way? Um, Club to Death. Yes. I'm adding that to my playlist. I mean, the soundtrack in general is, is awesome. In fact, the, the film is awesome. Yeah, I love those films. The first, and the second and third, not so much, but the first is a classic. Question six, video game. Colors weave into a spire of flame. Distant sparks call to a past still unnamed. Bear this torch against the cold of the night. Search your The Final Fantasy. You're in the right country. It sounds very much like one of those. Oh, hang on, is this... Multiplayer game. This is Super Smash Bros. Correct. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Everyone caught in this 
Oh, it's great. I never yeah. really, I never really played it. I never, I've never heard that before. But um, I was sort of searching on YouTube, came across that, and I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm putting that in. Dan will know it, yeah, for sure. I've, I've, I remember <laughs> the first time I played Smash properly was on my Switch when it came out, and I was like, this is weird. This was a Switch version, I think. Yeah, there's. Yeah. There was a compilation of all the different ones, and that was the best. <laughs> so I went with that one. I, I bought it for the Switch, and I found it really difficult. So I like, thought, oh, I'll just YouTube how to play it. And like the first YouTube video that came on, obviously it has a massive community. The first YouTube video that came on was talking about which moves take the less frames to complete and which wow. ones you should use. And I was like, fuck that shit. Yes. <laughs> Not playing this game. <laughs> so I just didn't play it. I got it with the... Um with the, the controller pack um, and the, the, the kind of adapter so you can have four player on it. And I've never tried it with the proper controller. I've only played it a couple People of love times. this game, don't they? People like, oh yeah, this they're game. obsessed. This is like the, the ultimate sort of teenage yeah. party game. Uh, question seven, back to TV show. Oh, oh my God. I know I watch regularly. I can't think of <laughs> Oh shit, dog! Is it Torchwood? No, I've never seen that. Oh, this is going to piss me off. Oh, come now. Listeners are going to be screaming at you. Oh no, this is so. This is something I watch all the time, but I is don't it know. Oh, shit, dog. Yes, it is. Shit, dog. <laughs> Correct. Oh god, I'm so shit. <laughs> Rick and Morty, one of the best animated shows ever. Yeah, I'm not a fan, to be honest. <laughs> it's not one of the best in my eyes, but it's good. But it's not one of the best. <clears throat> Whatever, I'll do what I want. Oh, not that one. <laughs> how how could you not be a fan? I tried watching it. I just I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> I realise I'm very much in the minority, though, because it's got 9.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 9.3 out of 10 on TV.com. Wow, TV.com. <laughs> Give it another go. I insist. Like I, don't, I don't dislike it. I just, yeah, I, when I watched it, Give I just it wasn't. another go. I wasn't as, like, into it as everyone else. Question eight. They're worth watching a few times over, I think. Rewatching before they get better. They're just great. I just like I can just start them again as soon as I finish, and you forget like most of the the, the funny bits. It's a great show. Anyway, question eight. Back to movie. Is it the marching? Is it Terminator 1? This is a sci-fi action. 
Uh, it's also a video game tie-in movie. Oh. It is the sequel of a film that came out in the 80s. <coughs> Tron 2. Return of the Tron. <laughs> I'll give you that. Tron. Yeah. <laughs> Tron Legacy is, is what you were trying to say, I think. Uh, Return of the Tron. Is that it? Yeah, Tron Legacy. More Tron's a well better name. Is that it? Oh, fucking hell, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well done. It's quite a good, uh, quite a good film, Tron Legacy. It's uh, never it, seen any of them. And the soundtrack is phenomenal, from Daft Punk. People on bikes in it. Is it red bike, blue bike? That's situations. That's that the one. Is. The red bike, blue bike. That's yeah. all I know. Story wise, it's, it's, it's a bit thin, but uh, visually and musically, it's superb. And the 360 game for it was shit. Yes. <laughs> yes, games generally seem to be quite turd. Right, the final one is a video game. Can you guess what it is? Jack Black game is not. It is a classic strategy game from the 90s. Command and Conquer. Correct. That's the Command and Conquer 2 Red Alert, to be exact. I'll give you that. Classic game. I think it's been redone, actually. In fact, there is a redone. There's a redone version in the EA Play, which you can play right now. Yeah, there's definitely newer versions, a few newer versions than the one from the 90s. True. My friend used to play a lot. I think this was like the best one and have redone the best yeah, okay. one. I'm not sure what the quality is. I don't know what the reviews are. Uh, They're not bad. I played them, um, was it a couple of years ago when they came out on, the remasters came out on EA Access or whatever they call it. Yes, so they are on, on EA Play. EA Play, that's uh, it, yeah. Okay, right. Now let's move swiftly on to topic of the week. It's time for Topic of the Week. And Topic of the Week this week is you can have any game remade in HD. What game do you choose and why? Or if it's already in HD, why not 4K? Uh, Kev Westerman. Oh, no, we're not going to go to Kev Westerman yet. We're going to talk amongst ourselves for a moment. So uh, <laughs> I made this mistake a couple of weeks ago. John, let's start with you. Um, for me, it would be War Games on the PS1. Um, it was really good. It was like, uh, it looked a little bit like an RTS, but you actually controlled the units yourselves. You could play it as like NORAD or um, Whopper. And yeah, it was brilliant. You had these like, bipedal mechs and these even bigger mechs or this like little motorbike and you could like set down airstrikes destroy buildings and stuff or you could play as the norad team and they had like helicopters and tanks and yeah it was just a fantastic game and i'd really like to see that done now just with more 
polish, but still with the same camera angles and camera views and stuff. So yeah, for me, it would definitely be War Games from the PS1. I'd like to see that. Read on. Um, I'm going to throw it over to Dan. Um, yeah, there's a couple I'd quite like. Um, Vigilante 8. Um, I yes. love that game on, on the PS1. Good shout. Um, that, that would be pretty sweet to have. A, a, I think you'd need to modernize the controls as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they weren't the greatest. Um, but yeah, that, that would be a blast. Um, but I'd also really quite like Paperboy, um, a, a modern Paperboy. Oh, I think that could be quite fun. Um, really? Yeah, I, I love that game as a kid. And, uh, yeah, maybe I could hook up my bike to it and get some exercise. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, okay, yeah, that, that'll work. <laughs> That's pretty bad there, to be fair. I can see it as like a little side game in like a GTA or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it doesn't deserve a full brand new AAA price release. Um, <laughs> I want a full AAA title with a full, fully made out New York City and you have to deliver papers all over it. I'm in, in VR. Yeah. <laughs> on your bike. Fucking great. But yeah, um, I, I think probably V8. Or, or maybe actually Fable. I'd love to see a reworked Fable. Good um, shout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a new Fable coming out soon, is, is there not? I know. I can't. I've been waiting so long for a new Fable game. Oh. So I need to yeah, wash the bad taste yeah. of Fable 3 out of my mouth. I didn't mind Fable Three. I loved it um, up until the bit where you became king, and then it just just died. The, the thing was, it, it was supposed to be you'd have to make a really tough decision on whether you're going to, you know, give the your, your town everything they, well, your kingdom everything they want, or are you going to save your money and prepare for war, which is coming at the end? And it was like I had so much freaking money, I could just do everything. It was it was too easy. Yeah, it just it didn't work. <laughs> I earned, I I basically I ended up owning every single building that I could. No one was paying very much rent at all. Everyone loved me, and then when the war came, like it, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad happened. Imagine a film where that where that happens. Like <laughs> the yeah the, the conflict just fizzles out. Yeah. So oh, that was easy. <laughs> 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 in the credits roll oh, brilliant Nezzy? Um I couldn't think of anything and then I'd come up with three like in the last ten minutes but I'll be quick with them the first one is Brothers in Arms I think this is on the 360 era I think oh yeah we play oh, this yeah, yeah. like, a, right, like um... a World War 2 game but you had like two fire teams and you had to like decide where they were went like Put, strategically place them and stuff to flank so you control like four people it was brilliant the second one hell's highway was also really good so i'd like to see that one done That's my i've got one. this up on ebay at the moment if you want to buy it <laughs> no i don't <laughs> if, you can re- to, if, you, if you can remake it then i'll buy it that goes out to anyone listening they want to buy it, buy it it's on ebay <laughs> you should just list out everything you've got on ebay at the end of each show well, it'd be a very long show Yes, that's a, that's the first one. They're brilliant. I would do you think I would play them again now if it wasn't for all the other great games that I have to play. Um the second one is Full Spectrum Warrior. This was an Xbox game. And yes, if anyone yeah. played this I played that. Again, this is quite similar. It was like a strategic you have a lot of fire team and you have to like decide, like place your plays in different places and then tell them where to shoot. It's like a set in the golf setting, but it's really good. In fact, um Xbox had it as a free game on Xbox Live like two months ago and I've downloaded it but I've not played it so I'll give it a go actually in the next couple of weeks and I'll report back on how it holds up 
the US Army. Later. The US Army used that game as a, oh, an official yeah. training aid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant, really good. Um, yeah, it was. And my last one is my last one is from Mega Drive era. I played this. I think it was out on the SNES as well, but I played it on my friend's Mega Drive. It was Desert Strike? Oh yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so it's good like Apache helicopter game. It's like not top down, but slightly top down. Yeah, isometric. That's the one isometric. And Desert Strike and those Jungle Strike as well. I'd love yeah. to see that remade. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love both of those games. Right, I um, I managed to get a port of that running on my phone a while back using oh, DOSBox. That'd be a great phone game. I've just thought of a couple that I'd like to add: um, Syndicate and Syndicate Wars, the original oh, yeah. ones by Bullfrog, not the remake from 2012 that is completely different. Yeah, because I mean, it was never really a it wasn't a shooter; it was a tactical game with. And, and the remakes of fucking first-person shooter, which is stupid. Yeah, it was really good. I loved it. I used to play it on my Amiga back in the days when everything I played was pirated, thanks to X-Copy. Yeah, no one paid for games back then. Because <laughs> even, even all the way up to like PS1 times where everything was just in the market. Yeah. Like a fiver. Yeah. But yeah, Syndicate, Syndicate and Syndicate Wars were great. You should if you if you can find them um yeah the proper ones um you know find the ROM or something and give it a go it's well worth trying out it probably doesn't hold up so well now because it was kind of clunky but yeah, I loved it mine were um, first of all Metal Gear Solid one hmm. I know it got the Twin Snakes sort of remade thing which I I really liked. Uh, but I'd love to see it um, just redesigned with the same kind of core game, but just redesigned like like they did with uh, uh, Resident Evil 2. Give there a- are a lot of rumours that this is happening. I would love to see that. Was, that would be amazing. I was reading about this very thing this morning um, mm. in, anticipation, in anticipation for this question to see if there was anything that, that was rumoured to be coming. And there is only rumours, like nothing's been confirmed, but there's a lot of uh people have think they've spotted like job postings and stuff for a potential um remaster and signs are pointing to potentially for metal gear one i'm gonna come (laughs) yeah so that's uh, that's one of them um yeah stupidly i got i got rid of my twin snakes uh sold it to cex for a ridiculously low price and it's been going on ebay for like 120 quid yeah point. it's a very sought after game for the gamecube when it was redone uh the other one which thanks to uh tim kelly he mentioned this and i just got very excited over the prospect of it was uh knights of the old republic star wars mm. again yeah, i'd love definitely. to see not just a retexture pack i'd love to see a reworking same story same you know same planets same core elements but just you know better combat and just nicer everything i'd love to see that so that's what we want uh let's find out what the community wants and now it's your time to shine it's the community section are we doing good are we doing bad we want to know we want to hear from you we want to hear from you and we have heard from kev westerman who says metal gear solid one and two please thank you also just for a laugh the original gta and gta london 
good very good uh quick the build says uh mega man two and three gimme willy wars didn't count what's willy wars is that a mega man game or just a game you used to play as a child that you just i think it's willy wars all right okay right. Uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is the name um, <laughs> Make a man the Willy Wars. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like a pirated version. <laughs> uh, Armour says F Zero GX from the GameCube. The cube could pump this out at sixty frames per second at four eighty p. So ten eighty p wouldn't be too far of a stretch. Sometimes I despair at Nintendo. They are sitting on a gold mine of easy ports. They are indeed. Mm, yeah, it's very true. I like how he calls. I uh, like how he calls it the cube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Patterson says Harry attack on Amstrad CPC sixty four. Spent too many hours looking at little blocky plane dropping one pixel bombs on my first col- color monitor. Uh, Chris MJW says Xeno uh, Gears, please. That, is that what that's, that is? That's what it says, isn't it? Xeno Gears. Yeah, yeah. Xeno Gears. Yeah. Got that right. Xeno Gears, please. I always loved the game, but never liked the low-quality visuals and weird distortion as the camera rotates. A full graphical overhaul would be nice. I thought low-quality visuals is what Chris MJW loved. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's what he's all about. (laughs) Um, Andrew Bryan says, Legend of Dragoon, great game, but the graphics suck. They do indeed. Dorian Ellis, Moon Patrol, circa 1982. For the many hours as a 15-year-old spent on my local arcade holding my moon buggy skills, it was apparently one of the first side-scrollers of Parallax Scrolling. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> Dan, what's Parallax Scrolling? Uh, that's when you've got, um, like, in Sonic, you've got the uh, back planes that are scrolled at a different rate as the ones in the front. Uh, okay. I think. Um, Tim Kelly says Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic would be awesome and it's well overdue. Hell yeah. Uh, Mint Safe says Battlefield Bad Company 2. So good. Yeah. I'd ne- also like to see System Shock and System Shock 2. Um, if that's the thing. Sorry. The fuck? It's my Christmas ringtone that I still haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> I went off in stage with the other day. People were just pissing themselves at me. Anyway, sorry for the interruption. Next week we're going to we're going to do a uh, a new segment called Ask Dan. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> yes. Dan, Any I've got question? This, like, Dan, I've got really weird rash. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably want to get some Savlon or E forty five, and that should help clear it up. <laughs> okay, <Ooh>. thanks, Dan. <laughs> Right, yeah, so that is all the, uh, the, the the comments from the community. Next week's topic is what is your guilty pleasure game? Get your answers in now on our Discord or Twitter or Facebook. Right, let's move swiftly on to... 60 Second Interrogation! Well, 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 we have a veteran gamer here. Name. Chinny. Real name. Mike Chin. Age. 35. Location. Wolverhampton. Occupation. Chief Biscuit Dunker at Stone's Throne Media. Gaming formats. All of them. Currently playing. I cannot stop playing Red Dead Online. It's ridiculous. Your best game ever. It changes every week. 
robot person. It's either Super Mario World or Red Dead Redemption 2. Your best moments in life. I am legally obligated to say my wedding day. Why Chinny? My last name is Chin. Uh, when I was at primary school, everybody used to call me Chinna, and I felt left out because everybody called all my relatives Chinny. And then when I started work, everybody called me Chinny. I don't know. You're organizing a first date. Where do you go? You've got to do the crazy check. You've, you, I assume these days, no one meets in real life, so you meet online and then you want to say, okay, is this person crazy? You go for a, an easy drink at a bar or a coffee place or something. You don't want to go to the cinema because you're just sitting next to a stranger for an overpriced popcorn and drink. Hi, Jimmy. I'm your date for tonight. <laughs> I couldn't resist. No, 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 that's fine. You win the lottery. What do you do? I would probably sit on it for a week and just and just enjoy a week. Of, I know that I've won it. No one else does. And just maybe start asking challenging questions to my friends and family or hosting parties and just seeing if they turn up and really start to select my friends a little bit better. Who is history's greatest villain? Yul Brynner, who is the bad guy in the original <laughs> movie Westworld. I was scared shit of that man your last words make sure you listen to the veteran gamers podcast thank you very much oh go fuck off back to your own podcast i'm bored with you now you know what we didn't need another fucking gaming podcast robot jay so you fuck off Thank you, Ginny, for doing that. Uh, and that's that's the Veteran Gamers complete. We need some more people now for next week. Um, a little birdie is, is whispering in my ear that a certain Canadian might be interested in doing it. So I uh, am going to investigate that, Fred. Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Just in there, that's cross. That's what I'm hoping for, everybody else. <laughs> Join us next week for Celine Dion on the show. Uh, right, so if you would like to do a 60-second interrogation or if you'd like to communicate with us in any way, shape, or form, uh, listen to this. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Email, email us. Podcast at joystixandchill.com Follow us on Twitter, join us on Facebook, uh, email us at podcast at joystixandchill.com, follow us on Twitch, follow us on TikTok, subscribe to YouTube, leave us a voice message on Anchor, you fuckwits, no one's done it yet, and leave us a review on iTunes. You know what, we didn't need another fucking gaming podcast, Robot J, so you fuck off. <laughs> Time for the shoutouts. Thanks. Um, I'm going to shout out uh, my wonderful wife um, and my beautiful daughter, Sophia. Um, it really helps that my wife looks after my daughter so I can come and do the podcast each week at the time that we do it. And it helped even more this week that she could look after Sophia a little bit earlier and do all the bath and bedtime stuff so I could come to their veteran gamers play date. I want to shout out you lads as well. Thank you so much. I really enjoy uh, podcasting with you each week and hearing about what you've all done and just having a really good time and a laugh. So thank you so much. Um, I want to shout out all the other podcasts 
that are in the VG Hub community because there are some fantastic podcasts. Like the Seal podcast just cracks me up every time I listen to it. I just think there's such a brilliant bunch of lads over there. And uh, Boss Wave's amazing as well. And I did notice the new intro and uh, I like it. Music's really good. Uh, Dorian as well. Um, he's just brilliant. I've met him um met him a few times and he's just just a really nice bloke and he always pops up on our facebook with something interesting lord as well so you've probably seen this um he i did a victory achieved for uh the overseas connection uh i can't remember what game i completed but um it was on a day where um i needed to pick my daughter up from nursery so that morning i got changes got ready and then um i made sure that i put my watch on as well because there is no way that I'm going to be one of those parents that like your child's standing there just looking out waiting for you while the teacher or person looking after your child is having to make awkward small talk with them because the bloody parent's not there on time. I've been a teacher. I've been in that situation loads of times where I've had to look after some poor child who, you know, is just standing there waiting around for their mum or dad or whatever while the mum and dad are just pissing around at home. Um, so uh, I had my watch on and I lent in to take the photo because I play my games on a lap- laptop that's like on a riser stand as well. And um, yeah, uh, I lent in. You could see him watching the picture. And I think I'm pretty sure it was Lord. Like photoshopped a Rolex <laughs> over the top of it. <laughs> and said that he was flicking through his <laughs> Rolex magazine. And he saw a picture of me advertising it. So uh yeah, that, that made me laugh. That did. That's a really good banter about that. And um my last shout out is to Chinny. Um thanks for coming on. And Jay, obviously thank you for um doing the interrogations. Um really enjoying those. Chinny's um wedding photos look really, really similar to my wedding photos because we got married at the exact same place. Um even like we even actually got married in the same part of the same place so there's like a band there was a bandstand outside and um it was all by complete coincidence like don't get me wrong we didn't get married to each other (laughs) 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 but it was all complete coincidence um how that came about so my wife chose where we were getting married Ginny was getting married I think the week can't remember if it was the week before I was getting married or the week after but um, he'd gone, I think he was doing Extra Life or something where he was streaming. And I went on and I said, oh, I'm getting married. And I'm getting married not too far from Wolverhampton. And this is the place I'm getting married at. And he thought I was winding him up because he'd not told anyone at all. Like he hadn't mentioned it on the podcast or anything. And he was getting married at the exact same place. And yeah, our wedding photos so similar. <laughs> like same bandstand, same, the top tables in the same place. Well, we could have saved a fortune on photographers if we just photoshopped, <laughs> photoshopped our heads. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's all my shout outs. Uh, Jay, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'll echo the, uh, the, the shout out for Chinny. He's a great guy. We had, we had a, we were probably on the uh, recording for about an hour, uh, just talking just like talking about his work and just talking about this, that and the other. And it's, it's just nice to just sit and talk with him about whatever. And um, yeah, really nice guy. Uh, thank you very much for doing the, the 60 second interrogation. And uh, also uh, Lord has sent, he's actually sent us a game, um, a, a full size game. He sent us the code for a PC building simulator. And I was going to offer it to uh, Nezzy because I know how much of a, a PC gamer he is. 
<laughs> I have played that game and it's actually good. Yeah, it's a great game. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not sure what we're going to do with that if you want to take it or if we're going to give it away to someone. But uh, thank you oh, very much, yeah. Lord, for, uh, for giving us the game code uh, or giving Nezzy the game code. I'm not sure what's going on. Do you want it? What is it on? Steam, I think. Oh, I, I think yeah, it's I haven't Steam. got a PC. To, I haven't got a PC to play it on. We should give it away or do a giveaway or something or something. It's quite ironic. If, if, if someone, if someone can stump down. PC building game. <laughs> if someone can ask Dan a question that he doesn't know the answer to, then they can have it. That's a good idea, actually. I think we, we'll Dan, definitely Dan. we'll do that segment next week, and the first person to <laughs> ask the question that Dan cannot answer successfully or satisfyingly, they will get that game code. That's a good idea. It's done. Done deal. Good call. Uh, also, I want to shout out uh, the King Ninja nine four three. He sort of reached out to us he wanted some feedback on a podcast that he was starting himself and he sent us the link to um his first episode you know it's it's a it's a starting point it's him and some of his mates it's uh, yeah it's 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 nice to sort of have people listen to us and be inspired to do their own because we did the same thing. You know, veteran Gamers has inspired me. I'm not sure about uh, you guys. I, mean, if you, I think you've been listening to podcasts and doing your own podcasts, obviously, uh, before this one. So I'm not sure if someone inspired you to do them. But yeah, it's, it's, it's an, ever, an ever-going chain of podcasting. <laughs> so I wish them all the best for their podcasting journey. Um, and that's it for me, uh, Dan. Uh, yeah, um... As ever, I'd like to uh, shout out everyone that's got in contact with us this week. So that is Mint Safe, Tim Kelly, Dorian Ellis, Andrew Bryan, Chris MJW, Scott Patton, Amar, Quit the Build, and Kev Westerman. And also, uh, Gamer Girl 27, Kim, uh, she sponsored me. So thank you very much, Kim. Well done. I will do as well when, when I get money. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Don't worry. I will do as well, and I just don't forget. <laughs> so I, won't do it. Uh, um, I will first of all, I shall, I shall RCGC. That's Sarah. Mm. I've been reading about in our Discord the absolute gang fuck that she's had with a new television. Uh, she was already being really patient about installing, although they went to install it and it's had issues. And that's just like my worst nightmare because I'm just the most impatient person. And like new technology is like the most exciting thing. And if I got something and then I couldn't use it straight away, and then yeah. I had to wait even longer, it would just drive me absolutely mental. So I hope you saw it out quickly. And I admire your patience because I do not have that kind of patience. Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> she tried that a good few times. Um, I will also obviously shout out my family, my wife, because she's looking after our sick son at the minute. Um, Theon as well, my son who's not well I think he's got some dodgy tonsils so I'll shout him out and wish him a speedy recovery my daughter Robin we've been playing some Minecraft together I absolutely hate Minecraft as a game but I do love my daughter, she's a very bossy person though when we play Minecraft so she just gives me orders um, so I'll shout her out, Elson who I've been playing my son who I've been playing Lego Marvel with which I actually really enjoy as a game now and I actually um, like playing that game so I'll shout out my son Elson um, you just mentioned them, um, Jay, um, the Overdraft podcast. Um, yeah, so they contacted us on our Discord. They've done a little, you can find them on Spotify. I say go check them out. They've only done like a short introduction podcast. They're all about 14, 15. So um, it's nice to hear because obviously we're all 
really old. So it's nice. It's got to be nice to hear like the opinions of like so much younger people and see what their take on like what games they're playing and what take of the gaming industry they have. You know what? So we will, need I'm another fucking game podcast, then. Robot Jane. So you fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the next generation of gaming podcasts now like people who are like a third of our age chin here for doing the uh, 60 second podcast and i also want to shout out animal crossing because my wife is playing animal crossing and she has been playing it for a while but she's playing it quite a lot of the minute and she's playing it every day and but because she's playing it every day it means i can always justify playing red dead online every day so i can always say oh well you were on switch for like two hours before <laughs> and i can't play it so now i need to do my red dead online so it always justifies me doing my red dead online and so i'm gonna shout out animal crossing as well. and Touché. you guys obviously fantastic and that's it. So thank you very much for joining us on this episode 14. Uh, join us next week for episode 15. Prominent broadcasters say things like this about us. It's better than sticking a cocktail stick in your eyeball. And we thrive on that. So join us next week <laughs> where you can ask Dan any question. And if he can't answer it, you win a game. How about that? <laughs> so yes, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Joysticks and Chill Podcast. Don't forget to join the Discord. See you next time. You know what? We didn't need another fucking gaming podcast, Robot J. So you fuck off.